everybody, when you hear that music from the title in town of Chicago, where we are today, high above the city in a little bit of a fog bank, it's on the lighter side of baseball with Jamie Uretsky. And today, as promised, we are going to have Craig Sean, the voice of the Milwaukee Bucks and the voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, pregame, postgame, you name it. He's there warming up in the bullpen all the time, and we've got a good show. We're going to visit with Craig on the... Uh, Update on spring training, talk about the uh, moves that the Brewers made in the offseason, and talk about what his plans are for uh, broadcasting uh, during the month of April because we plan to get up to Milwaukee to visit with Craig and uh, the rest of the gang at uh, Ward's House of Prime after the Cubs and the Brewers take it on at AmFam Field. Yes, AmFam Field. I still call it Miller Park, I still call it Comiskey Park, I still call it Wrigley Field. It, it is still Wrigley Field, but not Miller Park anymore. It's AmFam Field, and uh, that's okay. Hey, speaking of American Family Field, Miller Park, and the Milwaukee Brewers, I am about to get going on my hot dog, sausage, and uh, beef sandwich extravaganza as it goes to the major leagues this year. And to start it off, I got a pack of Oozinger sausage. You know, I don't, is it Usinger? Oozinger? Do I have to call Bob to find out? I don't think so. I'm going to ask Craig, what's the name? Oozinger. I think it's Oozinger sausage, and it is one of the great sponsors of Bob Euchre, one of the all-time great broadcasters in the history of the game. Speaking of other great broadcasters, we had Dwayne Stats on the other day. Man, oh man, I go back and listen to that. And every time we have Dwayne on, it's a privilege to have him on. He is great, and I listen to him do a spring training game just as great, you know. And uh, it's not easy to do a spring training game, but I would think that uh, when you're a pro like Dwayne Stats or Craig Kashan, you get it done no matter what. So we're going to catch up with Craig. We're going to find out about the upcoming season. Uh, speaking of the upcoming season... I was able to finally, with the help of the Kansas City Royals season ticket staff, oh, man, I am low-tech. I'm so low-tech. It is not funny. I spent a half an hour just following exactly what they've told me to do to get my April tickets, and um, I think I brought this up on the last podcast. I flunked. I got an F. So I called, and I was the 8th or 10th caller, and I'm assuming the only ticket I'm going to get is with Slugger out in left field. No, got great seats. Now, Friday, the Cubs are doing the same thing for the first six games of the season. Now, you know, okay. Um, remember, Chicago, spring, snow is still on the ground. And, you know, the temperatures are going to be in the mid-50s. Not bad for Wrigley, not exactly Scottsdale, although it's been a little cool in the desert this spring. But I do believe that we are going to get some tickets in the first six games at Wrigley, and you got to go. But what I'm targeting is the 12th, 13th, and 14th of April to hit AmFam Field and uh, maybe uh, go out to the cell. So in the course of a week, I could do a hot dog test, sausage test, beef test at Wrigley, the cell, guaranteed rates, Comiskey Park, 
home of the Chicago White Sox, and Miller Fam Field. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting, and I'm looking forward to talking to Craig. So in just a few minutes, we're going to get Craig on the phone and uh, enjoy catching up with him. As promised, I have our co-host. I would call you know he's he he once called himself the co-host. I'm calling him the co-host. Craig Kashan, good to have you back. It's been about a month, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? Ah, uh, never better. Two weeks opening day. I've got my Royals tickets. Let me tell you, are you going to the game? I if I can't get into the Cub lottery, I'm gonna go to the Royals game. Let Very me nice. tell you, these teams. In each state, the governor or the mayor, or somebody tells them they can have people, they can't have people. You know how high tech I am. <laughs> so the royals give me like a week notice and they say, here's what you do, da 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 da. Get on, get on the website, get on your ticket account, and you'll get seats near yours, but not yours. I'm on for half an hour and I can't break the code. I'm I'm sweating bullets. I'm so pissed because I cannot Away. get in. And uh, finally, half an hour into the process, I'm thinking it's not responsive. And I clicked something and it said, your card is now full with tickets like in left field. I'm out there with the Cub mascot, Slugger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the <laughs> Royals by mascot. By a section by accident? I, I have no idea so i call the season ticket number they go you're 10th in line <laughs> and i go so finally the sky comes on and to make a long story short through he and a super and i've had tickets since 79 they got me four seats close to my tickets and so i'm fretting the cubs so i call my cubs lady and i go hey i flunked the royals deal can i call you on friday to get nope no calls it's totally no computer you know, thanks oh, yeah. for the help. <laughs> the um, the NFL. I remember when the uh, when the Packers didn't have fans until the very end of the regular season and playoffs, and uh, they said it had to be computer. I think the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, are doing the same. Has to be on the internet. It has to be on this one app. It has to be in your name, and the names of the people that are attending have to be on it, and wow. non-transferable. Period. Um, I don't know how, I don't know how they do it, but you know, we're, we're getting, we had 1800, uh, the last few times at the Bucks game. And then this weekend, they're going to up it to about 3,300. And then the Brewers, I think we're going to have about 11,000 for opening day. So I think that's, that's what I saw that the, uh, the brew crew is doing that. Now we're going to talk about your schedule. We're going to talk about all sorts of fun stuff, but most importantly, are you working the 12th, 13th, and 14th uh, of April for either the Bucks or the Brewers because I plan to get a seat somewhere at Miller Park Fam Field. Yes. Tell me, what are you doing? So I, I don't know which one of those two I'm doing. I might do a combination. I think that's how April is going to go. April is going to be really, really busy. So I think that I counted um, 20... 
20 days in April where both teams play the same day. Money, 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 money. <laughs> and, and then the other 10, I think, is uh, Brewer games. So, I mean, All right. uh, yeah. So, it'll be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be busy. It's, I, I got to be honest with you. It's so, it's so nice to look and, and, and I mean, it's been a full year or more since we've had a schedule coming up like this. And um, it's, that's what we're in this for, you know, I mean, oh, absolutely. Our, and our heart and our passion is, and, and all, you know, it's crazy times, but they don't last forever. So you embrace them and that's what we're going to do. Well, and on the lighter side of baseball, I'll be in Milwaukee for part of that series. And just so you know, and hopefully your schedule works out uh, because there are important things that are more important than on the lighter side of baseball, but I can't think of any right now. The Cub Brewer game on Wednesday, the 14th of April, is the day game, which means after the game, if you're around, not working the Bucks game, we got dinner at Wards with a little GST wine. So yeah, keep yeah. that in mind when you're talking to your. Oh, that that see now that entices me to come on to the next show and not send an invoice this time. Oh my God! <laughs> Didn't you get the money that I sent you? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. You're always off a digit. What can I tell you? <laughs> what can I say? Well, you know, you are the highest paid guy on the show. So that's what counts. That's true. That's true. I, I will say that. Is everything the same in, in terms of not going on, you know, the, the um, brewer broadcasters or are they staying at home for the away games or has that yeah, been decided? No, we're, so it's interesting <clears throat> just from a, you know, a lot of people have asked that, that, like, like you obviously have some inside knowledge of how our productions work because you've been around, you know, enough of them. But last year when we had the uh, 60 game, two month season, um, the uh, television industry basically created uh, multiple uh, production trucks to accommodate um, having both the home and road shows, as we like to call them. So if it's, if it's Brewers versus Cubs, that both uh, would take the same feed. And they call it a, a they've nicknamed it a world feed. Really? Um, so basically, they, they'll have, say, 10 cameras that are uh, both teams will take and then maybe one or two designated to um the other broadcast so they can, you know, zoom in on if they're talking about, um, you know, a certain player, the manager or something like that. Um, and then, and then the it's announcers the world, have been world, world feed were they, it's nicknamed the world feed. It's not official, but that's, that's what it's being called. And, and we're going to do that again this year throughout baseball. So there won't be any travel whatsoever for announcers or, or production crew wow. at all. Now, so. playing, playing into your basketball expertise and, and just to totally go crazily off the, off the rails with this next comment or question, do you remember, speaking of world feed, the basketball player changed his name to World Be Free? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that popped into my head. Why, Craig? I don't know. But but the trivia question should be what's his real name and I forgot what it is. I have no idea. I no. mean, um, see one of know, our one of our three listeners would probably know. Craig, we're we're over thousands now. Come on, let's not. So come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. World be free. It was good, 
and I think he played during the ABA, that ABA era. Uh, I think he probably started there. I, I'm going to look it up while you uh, while you hit World Be Free, while you hit the next big topic. World Be Free. Well, the next big topic is, uh, now that we've covered my schedule and yours and my trip to Milwaukee, um, hopefully what the Cubs are doing, they made tickets available for the first six games. The Royals for the first month because nobody goes to the Royals games. And I assume the Brewers will have a season ticket holder lottery and that sort of thing. But I'm working on um, driving you to the game, carrying all your stuff in, and then hanging out in the uh, in the ballpark because now I've been vaccinated twice. Nice. And yeah, I'm ready. I'm feeling immune. immune. I'm, I'm halfway there. Good man. Yep. Good, halfway good man. There. Halfway there. So I've got um, – I've got my uh, my next uh, the second vaccination is going to be on a game day, so we'll see how I feel. <laughs> what uh, what did you get, Pfizer or Moderna? Moderna. Me too. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I didn't even know what I was getting until I got it. I'm like, oh, what did I get? And and she told me, and then I I looked it up, and it's 94 percent, you know, good. So yeah. And the other interesting thing about Moderna, now that we're onto the medical biotech part of our podcast is that after your first shot two weeks later you've got about 80 to 85 percent um immune and so you're more wow, i didn't even know that you're you're more than three-fourths of the way there the um the book on moderna is you wait four weeks and then the second shot about 20 percent of the people that receive it have some minor side effects more than maybe the pfizer people but that's only if you're over 65 and, uh, you know, you're barely 40. So that should be all right for wow. you. Damn, that's really good to know. Yeah, and I can't pay anymore. Don't ask about an increase in pay, pay podcast pay. <laughs> oh, so I'll bring some barbecue for a pizza from Chicago. Um, that was a good medical segment, by the way. Well, it was brought to you by Pfizer, another wannabe sponsor. Um, Wait a minute. We got the, we got the Moderna <laughs> Shot in Pfizer was sponsoring your show. Well, there you go. There is absolutely no rhyme or reason what you're going to get on the lighter side of medicine. So um, I'm planning to try to do a, a live podcast while we're in Milwaukee back in the private dining area of Ward. So hopefully Brian has the internet hooked up. And then just so we know, we're going to, you and I are going to do an upcoming show on our um predictions which now we have 162 games which brings in a lot and then we have nella nelly palooza coming around the you know the anniversary of the celebration of his passing if you if you call it that do you call it a anniversary of you know our good buddy well, I mean, yeah I, I think that's probably a good term for sure yeah. yeah yeah so you know we'll get some of the old crew and then maybe we'll get i'll try to hook up uh 007 or uh, as he's known father nelson dave's brother who's a priest and uh we'll see how things are going at the monastery and uh at miller park and fam Field. you got so, um you got like big production um corporate planning in place now we do and, man uh, i'm telling you getting to be pretty big um it's i don't bigger know than I, big. i'm a little worried about my future no 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 you are uh, the ratings are in, man, and and uh, you know you are you're right up there. You are, if not right up there, you are up there. <laughs> I'm right up there. You are right up there. Uh, so that that's good. 
as I was thinking about what we could talk about, because spring training has been boring. I mean, I don't care who you are, the games. I watched, I watched the Giants for an inning today of replay of sorts, and it took Johnny Cueto at least eight minutes to throw a three and two pitch. Now, the first two three and two offerings were fouled off. And then he walked in a run with ball four. But it's like, can anybody, like, play this game fast? Can we have, you know, like a burly We, we have a guy game? that can do that, Brent Suter. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm starting to love your team. Um, you know, I was a little skeptical of the starting pitching. Still am a little bit. You are. Well, they, you know, they have to prove themselves. I mean, they've got um, – and, and I – I think it's good that if we talk a little bit about our two teams without getting, you know, too in depth because we'll have time to do that. But uh, I think our, our, you know, the Brewers are, have a lot of starting pitchers. I mean, they're, they're actually toying with the idea of having a six man rotation to open up. I mean, and this is purely is that in the bullpen of six man rotation or a starting rotation, starting rotation. Cause um, you don't know about council. He does some, he, Got well, I mean, the, and they're, they're going to do some things, you know, they, they are like, I mean, opening day is April 1st and then, then they have a day off on the second. So it's like, you know, you, do, you don't need six guys in your rotation, but you never know what they're going to do. They may double up somebody on uh, April 3rd and they come out, you know, and start and the same the, guy both days, do the piggyback. Who knows how they do it, you know, yeah, but, start them uh, on thursday and saturday right i mean it'd be a big big rest period for most of these guys so <laughs> oh but, it's uh, uh but no that they're they're you know there there are a lot of potential pretty good candidates and you know it's going to be interesting to see how starting pitching in baseball goes period because um every team from what i can tell is going to be very very careful with their whole pitching staff especially starters at this point because nobody went through nearly a full season a year ago so you know we've talked about this the young guys uh were robbed of a, a year of development right and the older guys were robbed of a year probably of their prime and having their arm be familiar with throwing the ball for six or seven months, the way they're used to. So, or summarized, it was a great year to get Tommy John surgery. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, sitting out last year was a brilliant move on some of their parts. Um, the, uh, the, of the, the Brewers starting pitcher, sad, sad historical note on that front. I think it's Jimmy Nelson. Was that his first name? The kid that, yeah. Got yeah. the single at Wrigley Field, rounded first base, dove back in, tore his shoulder, and really has never been the same since. The Brewers yeah. released him. I saw him trying to get on with the Dodgers, maybe. So he he got with the Dodgers last spring, and I'm pretty sure he got injured last spring. Wow. And that's the last I heard of him. Well, I saw him pitch. Shows you how exciting my spring has been. I saw him pitch a spring training game. And he was getting lit up. I mean, it was kind of sad, but I think he was pitching in the Do for the Dodgers in an early spring training game, which, you know, if, if you throw 20 pitches and the manager wants to call off the inning, they did. It was a damn – have you watched any baseball? Yeah, yeah. It's been – it's been – well, that's the other thing that's been um, 
I mean, it's just been kind of odd to watch. You know, they they announced before the game even starts, this is going to be a six inning game. Yeah. Um, they have they have a rule in place where uh, I think our our game against Seattle the other day ended in the ninth inning. Um, I think the Seattle pitcher took a liner, you know, and it hit him, and then Seattle just said, you know what, let's just end this. Yeah. <laughs> So, and it was a tie game. So it ended in a tie. Um, I think we've only played one nine, maybe one nine inning game so far. I think uh, the rule changes uh, today or yesterday where now they're playing supposedly nine inning games and that the seven well, inning it, deals. It's seven, seven to nine innings they have to. So you have to play a minimum of seven innings now for the rest of spring. And they're encouraging nine innings. Um, and I don't think pitchers can re-enter anymore, if I'm not mistaken. Like uh, the Brewers started the other day, a couple of errors in the first inning, a lot of, lot of pitches, you know, got over 20, 25 pitches for their starting pitcher. So they pulled them with like two outs, brought in a reliever trying to get the third out. And so they gave this guy a break and then brought him back oh, out to start the second that's inning. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't and know how that's... I don't know how that works for the guy's arm. His agent probably didn't think that was such a good move. Yeah. But I guess it's no different than sitting through a <clears throat> three-run inning. Yeah, I mean, you know, it at least it gives a guy the opportunity to, you know, a lot of pitchers pitch 20 or 25 pitches in one inning. They don't want to, but they do. Right. You go back, you sit, you watch your team back, then you go back out, and you're a little fresher, you got your break. So, but they're, they're doing it. So they're not, they're not ruining arms right now, because like I, I said, you know, uh, we've been talking about how many, how this is so unusual the last, you know, two years for these guys. Well, no minor leaguers in camp to speak of. So they don't, they don't have the ability to go over to the uh, backfield and bring up six or seven pitchers to get pretty much the 40 man roster is all they're working with. Yeah. 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 Well, when I started, following the Brewers more seriously when they got the guy who, how in the world did the Cubs not sign Jackie Bradley Jr.? What a great, yeah. great what a great signing. That was, I mean, that, that there, it had been rumored for a little bit, the further into spring. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, they, they pulled off this deal with him and it's a, it's a really, I will just say it's an unusual contract because basically what they did is they, they said, we're going to guarantee you if you guarantee us one year, 2021, and then give us an option for 2020, uh, 2022, and we'll give you an option for 2022. However it works out, we're going to pay you a pretty good paycheck in 2022, even if you're not playing for us. Wow. But if you are, then we can talk about 2023 and have, there are more options for 2023. So this, this could be a one and done, or this could be a three-year deal. Um, and it's all, all financially structured for each one of those years, which is, I mean, Look, you're the money man. I don't know how this works, but I have a hard time getting past two plus two. Um, so, but they're working stuff out, and and the 
and the players are like, okay, because as you know, it's been it's been a rough stretch of of years for free agents. So it has. It's you know, and okay, last year the owners didn't get the income that they expected from beer and tickets and da 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 da, but they did get playoff money. They did get the um, uh, money from the video game, which is the biggest selling video game of all video games. But it, it uh, it's so easy, and, and I'm glad you lobbed me uh, a changeup or a softball or a knuckleball without the wind blowing or whatever. That's all I've got. Whatever we could say when you get into money. I wanted to. I want to get back to the Brewers having the best outfield in baseball. And if anybody, number one, if anybody can differ with that, I don't know how. Number two, the Red Sox must have pissed off Jackie Bradley Jr big time. And number three, here's the deal. There are four teams in major league baseball that will have a payroll half the size of the signing bonus of Dak Prescott. Wow. Wow. Four teams that don't even come up to half of what what, what was Jones. his what was his deal? 60 million? 80 He's, million? He had a $96 million signing bonus. Wow. The Orioles, the Rays, the A's, and if I can read this little bitty print, the Indians and the Pirates. Okay, let me read. The Marlins, the Orioles, the Pirates, and the Indians don't have a payroll half the size of Zach Pres- Dak Prescott's. Dak, I thought it was Zach. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of Zach, yeah. Zach Davies is our star pitcher. And yeah. then... You know, the central the central division of each league is like pathetico. So I guess all you gotta do is you know, it's like getting chased by a bear. I just you just have to be faster than one guy. <laughs> that was Nelly. Nelly loved that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Nelly loved that. I thought I heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So if anybody's getting chased by a bear, I'm the one that's dinner. But anyway, um there's got to be, there's no more small market. We've talked about Tatis and Machado, the left side of the little bitty Padres. They're each getting over $300 million contract. The, the fact that they're, if you can't pay a $125 million contract, and I can't believe the union just doesn't do diddly about that. How they let the Rays in the World Series, the Dodgers, 240 million against the Rays, 45 million. It was a pretty, it was a good series, but come on, you're losing. Yes. I don't know. I'm so, and now gambling comes into it. So when gambling comes into, um, have they changed the name of your network? I know your Bally's. It's, uh, it's, I think it's going to be announced officially today. And I announced it already. So, you know, three people know about it. Well, you probably, you probably got the, uh, the, uh, email that said, um, disclaimer, don't announce this until the middle of your podcast. Uh, I've, I've, I've raised it because with Bally's taking on all this stuff and with, um, you know, the Cubs and the nationals teams are going to have books, sports books in their stadium and, if there is a casino with a sports book in your state, you can sit at Wrigley Field and bet on the games. And I had my son on, who's a gambling expert, and he tried to tell me all about that stuff. But here's my point. Pete Rose, who I've never pushed for the Hall of Fame, if you're going to let 
all this gambling crap in. And all you got to do is look at the NBA games, and they've all got casino advertising. I'm starting a drive today on the lighter side of baseball for Joe Jackson to get in the Hall of Fame. Joe Jackson, the maybe the best hitter ever. Yes. <laughs> I think that would be. Now, now tell me yeah. about how you have such a good outfield. You got so, four good outfielders. Well, and all our money is in our outfield. I mean, right. you got you got Kristen Yelich. She signed, you know, over $200 million contract. Kane signed an $80 million contract a couple of years ago. I love Lorenzo. Abisio Garcia signed, a, you know, a 20 or $30 million contract last year. And then JBJ. Uh, and then Jackie Jay's got, you know, potentially, you know, another 30 million, you know, right there. So the big, <clears throat> the big question is how are they going to, how are they going to use everybody? And, right. and I think, you know, and I, and I don't want to like jump into the GM's seat or anything like this because he, he didn't flat out say this, but, but I do know, you know, Lorenzo Kane didn't play last year. Right. Uh, and, and he admits uh, it wasn't a fit for him. Um, he had to concentrate on some other things with um, his family and his religion. And he did that. And the one of the other big differences, Jamie, it, looking at this guy that, that you know really well, the former Royal and World Series winner, um, he came in to the uh, spring training in 2020 uh, in maybe the best shape of his, his life since you know since his draft days and now he comes into this spring and he says i'm not in shape you know i got to get in shape i got to use spring training to get in shape my legs aren't underneath me yet um and so he hasn't even played in a game yet well, i'm trying to see what he's hitting you know that no. shocks you know the whole thing last year shocked me a little bit about lorenzo and then what you just said blows me away because yeah. I think of this guy as the consummate professional uh, leader, speed-wise, hitting-wise, and for him to, like, what was he doing? <laughs> How do you? Well, it. it I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to be critical it, in my. Uh, opinion. You're right. Some of these guys, when when they say when they say, um, uh, I tried. Uh, he he did show up in in the summer and tried playing for a couple of games and and he wasn't into it. And baseball made it perfectly clear: no questions asked. If you guys don't want to play, don't play. Right. You know, the only thing is you're going to forfeit your salary, and you know they're they're already forfeiting you know two thirds of their salary anyway well, for the condensed yeah. year. And then he he flat out said last year too: I've got some things to concentrate with my religion and my family and. Those are questions you can't have a follow-up question to because it's none of our business. Just the fact that he said it, you know, gives him wow. to me a, an easy hall pass and no criticism. If, if if it's your family and your religion, you know, that's totally up to you. I'm, and you don't owe anybody anything. But right. he came back and, you know, he said, I, I didn't pick up a bat during the offseason. I didn't run. Um Wow. And so I'm using spring training to get in shape. So you are breaking you know, some headlines today, buddy. I mean, it was, it, you know, and the funny thing about it is, Jamie, it's not like it was anybody had to speculate. I mean, he was open and honest. Yeah. You know? Well, are we going to hear a, you know, but, but this is my situation. So the Brewers, I'm sure, <clears throat> are going, 
you know, if we have a chance to get uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., we're going to go get him. And uh, last year, uh, Avisail Garcia was uh, what didn't fit. Right. So he's back. Let's hope he does that type of year. Yelich, you know, he he mentally had a hard time dealing with everything last year. I mean, they did not have a productive outfield last year at right. all. And now suddenly all of them are all-star contenders, you know. Absolutely. So. Well, I I have no problem with last year. I thought it was a stupid year. You know, I, I from the beginning to the end, I said, this is a bunch of baloney. It's just a race for the owners to get some money at the end of the season, in which I don't fault anybody for that. But are we going to hear Lorenzo Cain announce that he's retiring on uh, opening day? Well, I, I don't the know. Roster? I mean, I don't know. Get I don't, I don't think so. But he's got, he's got um, what, two years left on this five-year deal. And, and I don't know if he'll play, you know, through that or not. I, I, I really don't know. He's 35 or 36 now, I think, 34, 35. So, um, well, and they I, knew when they signed him it was going to be – like that yeah but um well hopefully and i say this selfishly they designate him for assignment because i think he has a spot at clark and addison we have no no we have no outfielder we have nobody who's what's what's the cubs outfield look like what's the competition well you got hayward they they have hayward and his six thousand billion dollar deal and I love Jay Hay. I got no problem with what they pay anybody, but especially him. They picked up a, their best move maybe ever now that Theo's gone and they got somebody that maybe knows baseball besides Theo didn't. I mean, how can you say that, Jamie? Well, easy. I mean, he he's the guy that brought Kimbrell. He paid Morrow twice. I never – I mean, he made he – made, Five million dollar deals with guys that he knew wouldn't pitch because they were recovering from Tommy Johnson. Figure that out. Jack Peterson, he's having a heck of a spring, and I he's a gamer. I loved him. Yeah, uh, I, I hated to see him come in. And I thought he um, got screwed by not playing against lefties. But um, so the corners are okay. They have they haven't had a center fielder since Fowler. They they for some reason. They love Ian Happ. I, I can't figure it out. Um, so Happ's their outfield. Their infield's as good as anybody. Bryant, if he has a Bryant year. Baez, if he has a Baez year. And uh, Rizzo. And then who knows who at second base. Contreras catching. I, that's a pretty good lineup. I mean, you, they got to have a better year than they had, even though they don't have a batting coach. And they have no pitching. I mean, they have no, they don't have starting pitching. They don't have middle. I don't know what they're going to do. It's going to be now they play the brewers. I'm sure that you studied the schedule. Like I have, they've played the brewers nine times in April. That's and, insane. And that's then, insane. stupid. And then that's Isn't about it? it. Isn't that's it? About it. That is stupid. Yeah. I, I don't like, I don't like it. I mean, I, I just, um, and, and aren't six of the games in Chicago. Yeah, which is again, who makes up these dumb schedules? It's certainly not. Certainly. It, it's hard to it's hard to look at schedules sometimes and say it's not easy to put together. I get it. I don't know how they put it together. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to know. But when you look at 
every every team against somebody else, at least once on their schedule, has um, a blemish like that that just doesn't make much sense at all. They don't play in May. I think they have a series in July. I think you're probably right. August and September, one series apiece, not at the end of the year. No. And, um, you know, I know when, when my family had the Omaha Royals, somebody did the schedule by hand. I mean, there was a, there was a triple a guy who, you know, he would take everybody and somehow come up with a schedule right near the, you know, it took him a long time. Now it's gotta be computerized, but for the life of me, there gotta be 15 teams that have either warm climate or a dome, you know, <laughs> it's just, I don't get it. Now, maybe. Well, it, and it is interesting because, uh, you know, the, the little known fact that um, I'm pretty sure I can be safe to say that probably now or very soon, they're already gonna be putting together the schedule for 2022. Right. Uh, because I think most teams know what the next year's schedule is by by early June. And, and now they release this, you know, probably with a month left in the regular season publicly. Um, so they're they're already working on this stuff. It's, I don't know. It's a good question. I wish I knew the answer. If computers spit that stuff out or how that works anymore. Well, I, you know, I, maybe it's because we all have COVID. Uh, affects our our brain or what i mean i would have the schedule nailed down i would know the um rotation if we were playing the west central or east i i can look at the schedule pretty quickly and figure out who the national league is playing in the rotation um but we're, for, the, we're in, the, for interleague the AL, or, yeah the uh, american league central really yeah. So they they've they've kept it the same as last year to once again do what they can to keep travel close. So one would think that the Cubs or the see I I would be all over that by now. The Cubs must be coming to uh well, I mean the Royals must be coming to Chicago or we to Chicago or the I got to check that out cuz my Sometimes they split. Like I think we play I think we play Detroit and uh Cleveland, we split four games, two, two, two. Uh, we play the Twins. We usually play the Twins six games, so that's three and three. I think we go to Kansas City, and I think we go to the White Sox. Well, let me ask you this, buddy. Let's just assume that you're doing the pregame show. Can I invite you to my house and you do the pregame show? uh remotely or will they fire you because you're with on the lighter side of baseball sponsored trip to kansas city doing um celebrity signing and uh sampling food while we do on the lighter side of baseball from kansas city can can you talk to the folks at bally sports i'm gonna <clears throat> yeah, i'm gonna make it a top priority clearly uh at this point so i've already got uh, an A list and a B list to try to make this happen. So rest assured. I'm telling you, we're going to have to get another publishing of the uh, program because guys are going to want it. Um, I haven't even looked. How bad is that? But now you say that, and um, 
I've never been to the field in Detroit. Now you you might have to sneak out and do some remote. I know it's your job. I was uh, in Detroit when Verlander no hit the Brewers. Oh man, his first no hitter. Were you that was work- fun. Were you working or watching? Yeah. yeah, no, I was. I was uh, right at the uh, Brewers dugout watching him flip his magic. Wow, it was amazing. You know, I I watched a. Um, Voices of the game with Tony Kubek, and lo and behold, stats called the no hitter that Jim Abbott threw, which I thought was pretty cool when he was oh, with the nice. Yankees. And um, so, stats goes Kubek was about as nice a guy as anybody, nicer than you and me, which is hard to believe. And yes. he said that Tony, by the eighth inning, says, Look, this could be historic. I've said all I can say. You take it from here. And really? Yeah, Stats says there aren't many guys that wouldn't want to be talking during a no hitter. Wow! So that that's was interesting. Cool. What a what a what an interesting side note that is for two baseball announcers. Absolutely. Um, not like I I think you know I've you know I've been through a few that have been no hitters and and been a lot broken up in the ninth inning or something like that or uh, the eighth, but, um, the first, like when you get into the, you get through six, your, your whole demeanor and your tone changes in the seventh inning. I mean, you know, you start seeing alerts on your phone that the sports networks are putting out people. You can tell, you know, people in their seats are starting to, you know, stick to it. They don't want to leave. Um, and, and that type of thing. And then, but, your demeanor, I think, in the in the broadcast booth, definitely changes. You get you get a little more tense, even though you want to try to relax. But you also have this in the back of your mind: you don't need to say much because this guy's doing doing all the work. You know, That's this guy on the mound who's throwing the no, no hitters, doing all the work. He's doing all the entertaining. There's only one spotlight. There's only one ball, and it's his show. Yeah. And that's really the, the, the attitude you have to take for sure. Well, for all the games you've done play by play, do you keep the program, your score sheets? No. <laughs> See, I'm, I, I keep, I have Kago's, you've got like 500 programs of which, and nobody could read that. You couldn't go back, you know, like Nelly. God, he was so, I've got his scorebook on a, for a few things. He was so precise. He had such beautiful penmanship. You, you, and he knew what he was doing. I've got, I, I look at these and I go, oh man, what? you know, and then I'll get pissed. Sixth inning, I'll throw it away. I'll rip it up. Screw this. Cubs are losing again to the Cardinals. Oh my God. Who is uh, looking like the biggest surprise so far in spring training and the Brewers? Notice how I segued into a serious question. Uh, (laughs) I I just had one final thought on on Davey's penmanship. It it was very neat. And you say he knew what he was doing the whole time, but half the time I worked with him, he'd always go, what was that score, partner? What just happened? (laughs) Well, and I know you guys from hanging out with you guys, which is only because he was usually talking to people. Oh, my God. Social. You know, for me, as I've said before, it's always so much fun to hang out with you guys because I'd, I'd go down and watch you do the show, which was always a blast. And then you guys would trek through doors and use your keys and everything. And we'd end up 
in heaven, as far as I was concerned, the press box. And, you know, uh, guys would walk through that were doing the Cub games or you could walk through. And but you guys, you, Augie, Dave, whoever um, would keep score, sort of. And then about the seventh inning on cue, you guys would go back to the area where you were going to give your uh, postgame wrap up show. And yeah. I just it was so it's so cool. And and I'm in awe of all the work you guys do. And I don't say that because we're sitting here and I'm looking at you at your Colt 45 jersey. The same thing with stats when way back before technology was so good. The, you know, it was just amazing. I'm just fascinated by broadcasters. Just love it. I mean, you got the greatest job. I hope you do a lot of play by play because you're so good at it. That reminds me of Plezak who and and then when I hear when I say Plezak, then I go to the Marquee Sports Network, which is a joke and I won't get into it because you might get hired by them sometime. Anyway, where were we? Surprise <laughs> surprises. <laughs> that was the uh, the Jamie Rant of podcast number three hundred and four, whatever oh, the God, case. Marquee Sports Network. They go and they now this may be your best friend, but they hired the guy that was horrible on Sunday night baseball. Um, boo or boo. boo. Yeah. Boo somebody. Boo. He's a good guy. Boo. Is he? Okay. Now I oh, like yeah. him. Okay. No, he, no, I mean, he's, he's a good guy. That was, uh, that was, I, I was very surprised that he was hired to do that. Uh, but I, I had no inside track. Um, but there that's, that's a good hire for the Cubs. He he's a good guy. He's really, really, really well liked. Um, and he's, he's his own he's his own character. He doesn't try to pretend to be anybody. He doesn't, um, you know, he does his homework and stuff. If, if he doesn't know something, he'll, he'll ask you, you know, he won't pretend. Um, and, and from what I can tell my interactions with him, he has no ego whatsoever. So I well, think it, uh, his I think last name is like, fit. it's like shrimp scampi or something. What's his last name is like, scampi. Giambi. what is it? Shiambi. Like Jason Giambi, but it's spelled different. Okay, I most of the listeners know I'm. It's more the grumpy side of baseball. I love to rip on. I've got my broadcasters that I love, and then there's the rest of the world that I take. Now, having you like this guy, I'm hosed. That, that I, now I gotta like the guy. You have and, to like him now. And, yeah. and now I do, and I will. I'm not gonna tell you to like anybody else, but you're gonna have to like him. <laughs> okay. I'll like boo or boog or whatever, yeah. you know, he, he keeps going. You know, and, and again, if I was a broadcaster, I'd do the same thing, but he keeps, he says, oh, this is the only time I'm going to put on my nerd face. And then he does that like 10 times during the broadcast about some saber metric that he pulls out that this guy, you know, got three doubles and laid down a sacrifice bunt. The only guy to ever do that. So you must be getting, I hear bells ringing. You must be ready for your next show. <laughs> I, so I'm on, I'm on this, I, I got the new MacBook Air and I've, I've never had a laptop. Yeah. Before. Yeah. And, and I've always about. had an iPad and my iPhone and, uh, and I like this on the MacBook and it's not. And so I have a lot of stuff to get used to. So maybe that noise will go away in 2022 and we're doing this. That could be. Cause I mean, the, the show is booked for the next couple of years. So that, that is important. What else is going on? I mean, we're we're running out of. Uh, there's no baseball to talk about. Well, we have our prediction I mean, show. 
We're, I mean, so let's do a little teaser for what we're going to do for the next show. And the next show, I can do uh, another show with you before opening day. We should do one the the week of opening day, which is what April first, which is a Thursday. So we April should do Fool's Day. Uh, we'll do it before April. We'll Fool's do something day. early that week, and we'll do. Um, we have to do our our division prediction, right? Um, I, I think I kicked ass last year, didn't I? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm still waiting for some bet to be settled, but uh, and then early postseason prediction, uh, early MVP prediction. Um, Ooh, what else Young. do you want? To, what else should we talk baseball wise? Uh, Cy Young and uh, Ward's House of Prime. House of Beef, House of Water, House of Prime, House of Prime. Because yeah. we got to book that. Whatever you're doing, yeah. I will pivot from your schedule. So I always hope you work. Um, so I'm hoping you work the afternoon game of the Brewers Cubs on Wednesday. So then we can finish up the show. Notice I said we can finish up the show and oh, yes. then and then head on down to Brian's for for a podcast and a bottle of wine or two. I'm Very pumped. Cool. I'm so excited. I, I'm, I'm really, you know, I mean, I, I mean, think about this, think about a year ago at this time, it, it was um, just not even a week after, you know, sports got shut down and, and we were, uh, we just didn't know what was going to happen at but, all. But and, and you, I stepped, know you, you stepped it up, man, with me. Well, you, really, I mean, you stepped it up because we provided a public service. Uh, well, podcasting we we did and uh it's all about me you and me buddy. Going unemployed for a while which was which okay. was good i'm always unemployed <laughs> i mean i got that i got that barbecue shipment from kansas city <laughs> did you get the next one that no just the one and uh that was a long time ago <laughs> okay okay i'm so, yeah. i'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the picture. Boy, when I come to town, though, whew, we're going to have a, a, a good uh, – I'm not going to go on a diet again until after opening day. Oh, yeah, and, you got it. Oh, I know. Another feature, and it'll be on, it'll be on our website, uh, <laughs> Craig's and Jamie's website. I'm going to sample – this fits into my diet – the best hot dogs, the best sausage – and the best beef in baseball cities that I go to. How's that? I love it, man. The other day, and I wanted to is ask there, you. Is there better food than ballpark food? I mean, there's something about a baseball park. There, you can't do it at a football game. You can't do it at a basketball game. There's something about ballpark food. You're, and, and, you know, you can put lipstick on a pig, but you can't ruin a hot dog very often. Now the Royals, the Royals had some bad food forever. And so did the Cubs and the Brewers always had good food. Um, so it's been a year since so I have to figure out if they still have the sports service. But the other day I picked up in the grocery store in Chicago, a package of, is it Usinger or Usinger? I mean, I knew that's Usinger. why I you singer. It's, it's Bob Euchre's big sponsor on the radio. I have, I've said that before time and time again. And I knew one of the things I wanted to get done on this show was to figure out if it was using her or oozing her, but it's, I cooked them up and even, I didn't tell anybody what they were on my, 
without grilling all those on a gas grill, which I'm morally opposed to, cooked up some of these hot dogs. And she goes, what are these? And I go, they're oozing her, <laughs> using her. They're, they're so good. And, they are very good. Yeah. and um, you know, my opinion is ballpark food has gone in two directions. The staple of ballpark food, hot dogs, blah, 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 have not gotten better. But all this exotic stuff that costs $35 and 16,000 calories has kind of gotten into the sushi at the Padres games, stuff like that, which I'm not interested in. Hot dogs, sausage, beef. That's it. It's, and, it's the tradition, man. It's the tradition. That's for sure. That, we're going to rate you know, them. So, I, I, would not, I would not want to ever be in charge of creating a menu to keep people coming back other than the staples. So I love food. I love ballpark food. And I love concessionaires because it was such a big part of Omaha. And we had yeah. sports service who Milwaukee has had forever. And the guy always told me there's one thing that's important. Keep yeah. the hot dogs hot and the beer cold and everything else will follow. And then Bob Rich, who owned the Buffalo team, I'd say, Bob, you know, I come into whatever that stadium was in Buffalo. And I go, oh my God, I'm immediately hungry. And he goes, yeah, that's because about an hour before the game, we start grilling saw onions and green peppers. Yep. And it seems I'm that way every time I go to Wrigley. Yeah. I mean, I've told you that before. I want, I want to eat like three hours before the game. Now your You're diet stuff, your dietary habits are different than mine, but I still am going to look to you for editorial comment on ballpark food that you taste occasionally. Now, I don't know how much you eat at the ballpark because you're working, <laughs> but I'm going to look for you to, to rate. Some I like of these. to take a nap after a good meal. And that's, that's the worst part about uh, <clears throat> being at the ballpark and, and eating at the same time. So well, I, will I know say you guys that. go in that little back room and they provide all that fancy food for you um, yeah. because you're a star. Um, but I'm going to make it a, a point to sample some, you know, I started doing that last two years ago at the cell and I, I spent all winter just dying for a um, what I thought were really, really good French fries at, at Guaranteed Rate Field or whatever it's called. God, they were so bad. They were horrible. It was, uh, yeah. Ruined by a year. Well, I think the problem with ballpark food, when you get to, your menu becomes too big, it's, it's harder to prepare, harder to keep fresh, that type of thing. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's just foods that, that, can't sit they need to be eaten as soon as they're served and all that kind of stuff so so two more observations on food at the miller park now fam field or what am fam field number one you can't cut in line because most of the this and i think this is kind of novel they have like one line and then you feed off into a vacant little sub line I call and, it the TSA line. Oh, that's good. I like it. I, I, I don't like being in it, but I don't like being in the TSA line either. That's, I like that. Yeah. The other thing is when, when they had Dave Nelson appreciation night a year and when they played, um, when 
your ratings obviously went up because Salise and I were on the pregame show with you. Yes. Bob found some drink that I I think had like 80% vodka and a splash of something else. So by the time, by the time the third inning rolled around, I was like, huh, I need a nap, but uh, I don't like to, I don't drink much at ball games. I don't know. I don't know why. No, anyway. I mean, it's, um, Craig's gone. I, like I said, How did we get I, I into like this? To take the naps too, man. I like to take the naps too. So I'm Craig's with you. going. I scheduled this podcast for this. This has been great. <laughs> it's always fun. All right. Don't go on. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. You're good. Uh, your health is good. I'm good. I'm good to go. And I'm, I've got, I'm going to work on the agenda that we already have uh, uh, working with our producer um, for our next show. So I'll, I'll be looking forward to that. Do you have any genre music you would like to suggest to Tyler? Rhythm and blues. I'm not very good at music. I'll be blues. honest with you. I, you know, I, I the... like blues uh, for sure. For Pol- sure. I mean, I'd probably pick that first. Yeah. Polka? B.B. King. <laughs> roll, out, roll out the barrel. That's... Yeah, I hear, I hear enough of that every night at the ballpark. Did you watch the movie One Night in Miami? Um, no, I want to, did you watch it? I did. It's, it's, um, not as good as the movie Malcolm X was and not as good as the movie Ali and, and they're in it, but it was better when it was over. (laughs) Um, you know, reflecting on it. I do. I want to see it. I, I do. And cause this is, this is a good time of our lives to, catch up on history and the documentaries and to find out, you know, some, maybe some untold stories type of thing. So I definitely well, want to see it. Uh, the Cubs are back today playing. So I'm going to hopefully, you know, why do you get rid of WGN, get your own network and then not broadcast every spring training game. I, instead they're showing, you know, uh, Ninja, ninja broiler commercials and stuff so i'm gonna go listen to your guy boog (laughs) boog shrimp scampi i'm gonna follow through on our agenda for uh you know in in 10 days or so and get ready to uh come up to milwaukee to see it's been a long time i am immune and amusing and i'm ready to go awesome you're looking forward to it man all right buddy don't go anywhere so there you have it. Sports fans on the latter side of baseball brought you once again an exciting hour with Craig Kishan and exciting it was because we have not only talked a little bit about spring training baseball and a little bit about the broadcast schedule for Craig and what Major League Baseball is doing, but we've also set the table for our pre-season prediction program not just 60 games to predict, but now we've got 162 game predicting the Central Division of the National League and American League and maybe venturing out into the others. I think we can do that with just drawing on our general knowledge. And we're going to pick our candidates for the MVP, the Cy Young, and the Comeback Player of the Year and the Manager of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Rookie of the Year, anybody's guess. That's what we're going to do on the lighter side of baseball, Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, and the feed comes from my Facebook page, and the feed comes from 
our up-and-coming web page. So, we've set the table for uh, our next podcast in a few days, and we will check with Craig to see when he's available. In the meantime, we are getting excited and pumped about not only the season, but the food testing that we're going to do, the rating, hot dog, sausage, beefs rating. Music to my ears. Hard to diet during the baseball season. Hard to diet any time. Anyway, that will be the uh, extent of that. So, until next time on the lighter side of baseball, we wish you nothing but the best. And if you're down anywhere south of Kansas City, uh, tee it up and have a good time. That's it. Yeah.